Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence. Hey, I'm... Distracting tickle. <laughs> I got bruises. <laughs> and someone told me I was ugly and mean. Out of a tea kettle. Kettle. <laughs> Hello, welcome back. This is part two of episode nine of The Brotherhood of Batman. I'm Ben. I'm your sunshine into Gotham. I'm Aaron. Uh, I'm doing the recording and all that stuff. I'm Jake. I uh, make the list of stuff that my brothers have to read, all except for this episode. Why? Because this is a special Elseworlds episode. Yay! Yay. Part two! I like when Jake doesn't make decisions. It's the best. <laughs> and as we found out in part one, Elseworlds are Batman stories that may involve other characters that could happen, couldn't happen, may have occurred in different time periods. And so on. So this is a, a Batman story, and I chose the one that we uh, read for this time. And I chose Gath, uh, Gatham, Gatham, <laughs> Gatham, Gatham by Gaslight, and this is by Gatham, the sequel to Gothic. Yes, it could be Gatham. Brian uh, Augustin was the author of this one, and it's a tale of the Batman. And this is uh, what would Gotham City have been like a hundred years ago? Mm. And it takes place with Jack the Ripper. Uh, coming to Gotham, uh, leaving London, and bringing his reign of terror to the uh, Dark Knight and Gotham City. Lovely. So I think it's very obvious why I picked my book for last time. Why did you pick your book, Aaron? Well, I've, I've always liked the Jack the Ripper stories and the history of that and the dark, macabre kind of scene. And I like the dark ends of uh, the stories. But uh, I was at comic shop in in st louis here and asking some of the guys that work there for a recommendation on elseworlds book and he said this is the one to read and i was like sounds good i'll look through it so yeah i thought it was good yeah Yeah. it was a a great recommendation not only is this a batman elseworlds but this is the first official elseworlds book i Um, saw that when i wikipedia did it when i didn't think i'd have time to finish reading it (laughs) (laughs) so had you read this i didn't know that was the first one yeah, so before this um, was the uh, the Crisis of Infinite Earths, where all of these things could have existed in multiple different Earths, multiple different timelines, and they all were kind of coinciding, and then when the Crisis of Infinite Earths collapsed the universe into one continuity, um, the writers and creative teams still wanted to tell stories outside of that, and so they created what would later be known as the Elseworlds titles, um, when this book first came out in its one-shot format, it wasn't labeled with the Elseworlds um, emblem, but it would eventually get that. So it's Elseworlds, is that just DC? <clears throat> yes. Oh, because Marvel has What If, right? Marcel, Mar- Marvel has What Ifs, which, um, yeah, which is a lot of the same thing, yeah. And they also have a multiverse, which hasn't been collapsed. It, there are plenty of different Earths, plenty of different universes where things uh, oh. happen so the book I chose last time wasn't technically an Elseworlds in the sense of the label on it. It was just right. Elseworlds that it's not continuity. Which, which what we're trying to do with your guys' choice each season is pick a non-continuity. Um, we're calling it our Elseworlds episode. Much like, I don't I'm know I'm sure if you, a lot of them will be. A lot of them probably right. will. Um, but I don't know if you guys are up to date on any of the Arrowverse stuff that's happening lately. 
But their big crossover this season was called Elseworlds. Ah. And it threw their... I, I'm not caught up on the shows, so I don't want to spoil anything, but what you can pick up from the trailers... Or give wrong information. <laughs> or give wrong information. What you can pick up from the trailers are the Arrow and Flash universes have been kind of scrambled and mixed. Um, Barry Allen is actually the Arrow, and... Oliver Queen is actually Flash, and they're aware of their circumstances changing, but the rest of the world is not. And so this, it kind of poses in their universe what would happen if... Spoiler alert! It's in the trailer for it. I haven't watched that. Anyways, I'm sure... It's a special episode! I am sure Grant Gustin is looking fine with a bow and arrow, so I'm into it. Um, So it was a good timing, you know, not initially planned when I did the timeline for the seasons. That that would well, that's uh, kind of fun. Yeah, I need to get caught up. I've only watched The Flash is the only one I really watch. Anyways, back to Jack of the Ripper. So there's actually two uh, stories in this one, and uh, I picked the book thinking we would read just the first story. I didn't even know there were two in here. I read the second one. I think Jake may have read the second one. Ben, I, I admittedly did not. I'm did not. Sorry. So we're probably going to focus more on the uh, the first half of this book, and which is Gotham by which Gaslight. is the Gotham by Gaslight. So if you're interested in reading. The uh, second half, it kind of fits with it and follows up down the road, but we probably will touch on a little bit, but I don't think we're going to be spending a lot of time on that part. And it was another one-shot called The Master of the Future, uh, which is a sequel do, do, in the same do, timeline do the as Gaslight. Do, do, do the future. You can't play recordings of me saying what I literally just said. It's very No, 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 no. <laughs> Stop. They're not going to know when we threw up in. Oh, my God. If there was ever a time I actually cannot do an episode, you can literally just use clips of me yelling about things. <laughs> I'm offended. How many do I have? Okay, anyways. Jack the Ripper. That is completely replaceable. Oh, no. No, no, no. No. Also, you're welcome because I gave, <laughs> I gave amazing sound bites on the mask. If you have not listened to the Mask of the Phantasm movie review, it is the 10 best minutes of my entire life. I was on it. And it meaning like entertaining, not oh. drugs, but you might be confused if you listen to it. So where, do I, where am I? You are. <laughs> is this whole row me? No, 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 no. <laughs> this whole row is me. <laughs> What's this one? <laughs> Alright, I'm offended and honored at the same time. I don't even know how I feel. Does Jake have a row? <laughs> <laughs> what is no? Do the future! No, 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 no. Stop your mouth! <laughs> Can we have an episode that's literally just uh, recordings for random episodes? We don't bring any new content. Alright, sorry. Anyways, Aaron. So have we reviewed this? Did you review this? <laughs> I kind of gave us a synopsis. Jack the Ripper. Uh, it takes place in uh, England initially. Uh, Bruce is over there. Uh, kind of getting studying with Freud. Doing which training, is, right? Yeah, yeah. doing like, some training, which I thought... It's not continuity, but there's parts of it that do fall into the continuity, which actually fit with year one, I thought. Mm -hmm. um, he's doing some flashbacks, remembering his parents. It takes it has a different take on their murder because it's supposed to be 100 years ago where it's like a stagecoach and they get off and 
There's like a mysterious guy there. Still a man with a gun. Still a man with a gun. You still see uh, she doesn't have pearls. I was just going to say that right now. Doesn't have any pearls. But he sees the bats in that sense. But yeah, I I thought that was interesting, that take too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, When you assigned this book to my reading list, I was like, okay, so let's see what's going to happen here. Because I haven't read a lot of Elseworlds, like official Elseworlds. Where they're in completely different time periods. So I was like, is it just going to be some guy who happens to be like Batman? I'm like, no, it's Bruce Wayne. And I was like, what is happening? So it was cool to me to see how the world was created and see the similarities. There's still an Alfred. There's still a Gordon. Mm-hmm. But it was literally like, okay, like, this isn't real. Like, this is this is a literally like a what-if story. Yeah. Um, so that was, it was, I liked that aspect of it. And I do think you made a good choice as far as year one goes. Because we're still in year one. And this is very much his first. He's coming back from his training mm-hmm. overseas. He's just like making, he, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And as he returns from Vienna to the United States to Gotham, unfortunately, uh, the murders of Jack the Ripper have followed him. And now Batman has his first mission to stop Jack the Ripper. His, his first mission isn't to stop the Joker, it's not to stop the gangs. Although there's an allusion to the Joker. Mm-hmm. There is. There's like a guy with a messed up face. So yeah, there's a guy yeah. who is poisoning his wives and, and killing them and taking the insurance money and he tries to commit suicide and ends up disfiguring himself from his own poison. Uh-huh. He tried and to kill himself when we caught him. The loon took some of his own poison. Not enough to ki- didn't kill him, just paralyzed his face. Happy looking, Jasper, eh? And it looks like a joker. But it also, it really the drawing that Mike Magnolia did looks a lot like the the man who laughs oh, it the does. old black yeah. and white uh-huh. movie that we talked about which in that episode inspired the joker right which would have come out shortly after this time period in the early 1900s uh-huh. yeah uh, so i thought that was a really cool um, reference and you still need the joker in a in a batman story <laughs> yeah you do, you do. And your eyes will get stuck like that if you roll them that far <laughs> i'm not rolling my eyes cuz rolling your eyes is justifying what someone's saying so i'm just sitting here listening (laughs) (laughs) so this was really i i've owned gotham by gaslight for many years uh i've never gotten around to reading it um i didn't realize that the trade paperback had both gotham by gaslight and um the master of the future in it i'm really glad we read this this was a great choice for the podcast um, I, I like how like you guys have both touched on it. It's basically just taking the year one story and and putting that one little sci-fi spin on it of what if it happened in 1889 mm-hmm. instead. Uh, what would have... He comes over on a boat instead of a plane. Right. Gore, um, Alfred is still there taking care of the manor waiting for him. Still disapproving of Batman wanting to become Batman. We, we see a historical figure in Sigmund Freud as somebody he trained studying psychology and all that okay, kind of stuff. Okay, hold up. You're saying lovely things. Sigmund Freud. There. Oh, okay, gentle listeners. So I have been given some trouble by my brothers for being loud. Comment below if you think I'm loud. Hashtag I don't give a shit. <laughs> I'm relaxing now, laid back on the couch, and Aaron's gesturing for me to come closer, almost as if I'm not being loud enough. Almost as if my beautiful, angelic voice won't be picked up. Anyways, what I was saying was, there's a shot of... A shot. A clip. What am I trying to say? Panel of Freud sticking a big old cigar in his mouth. That is 
strange, considering what Freud is all about. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was like a close-up shot of this giant cigar. And I was like, am I supposed to think you're putting a wiener in your mouth? Or does it just look like that? Because It probably part- was done on purpose, I would imagine, yeah. Because there was no other point. And I was like, why is he actually talking to Freud? Did people casually just talk to Freud? Or is Bruce Wayne that big of a deal? Well, it says that he had connections that put them together mm-hmm. for him to train with him, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I didn't really understand what Bruce was doing here. They keep talking about him having money, but then he gets back and the police are like, help us. I'm like, help you? He's Bruce Wayne. Like, I was just confused about what Bruce does in this world. Yeah. Other than have money. Yeah, he's a rich socialite, but on his return to Gotham, Gordon is there asking him if he wants to help him solve some Solve mysteries. some crime, yeah. Yeah. Which seemed a little weird. I admit that was that threw me off a little bit too. There's one part um, that I really liked in the book. Like there, I hadn't seen it in any a lot of the stuff we'd read. Uh, the art style of having these news clippings that oh, told yeah. the story, and like I think it was on like it was at least four or five different spreads. I think three or four spreads throughout the book where there's no like dialogue bubbles. There's no. Um, comments there's no like there's no narrator, narrator. Yeah. yeah it's all just news clippings that you look at what's going on in the headlines and it's bat haunts the city is batman the killer this is after jack the ripper had started murdering some women in the city and they're thinking it's batman that's doing this and so or they don't know it's batman it's this bat or this creature that's haunting haunting the city so i thought that that way of art style of doing that, I thought that was really cool. Well, and they move sure. the story along as well because when you first get the newspaper clippings, they're like uh, man creature sighted, you know, giant flying bat, and then there's a little sub box in the first one that talks about uh, a woman slain, mm-hmm. and then the newspaper clippings start to meld the Jack the Ripper murders with the Batman sightings until the final one is. <laughs> Batman is the killer. He's the one that's killing these women. But then also Bruce Wayne. Yeah, don't just spoil something. Right. No, <laughs> and that's that line is great. Go ahead. That yeah. ends up taking us into Bruce Wayne being framed for the Jack the Ripper murders. Because he was in London at the same time, and yep. he can't explain where he is at where night. Where he is at time. night. And I was. And Alfred's me. trying to convince him to explain. Right. And he doesn't want to, and he's like, "No, I don't need to." And. <laughs> And he's like, I'll be fine. And then you see him going through the court cases and stuff. And then it's like, he's in jail. It's like, Bruce, you're not fine. You do not have control over the situation. Yeah, I really didn't see the story headed that way when I I started. I thought it was going to be more of a year one retelling. He was going to track down Jack the Ripper. We were going to find that it was somehow involved in Bruce's past. They had some kind of connection. Which he was. Well, it, it does happen, but... I definitely didn't see the bloody knife reveal that they find in Wayne Manor and then Bruce being put on trial and sentenced to death yep. for the the Ripper murders. And it it kept me very eager for more and I really wanted to keep reading. And he, the story. he ends up in Arkham for a while. Yeah, he goes in which Arkham. Which I thought was cool and And he kinda goes mad there. Yeah. And Gordon's there trying to kinda give him some help because he doesn't believe it either and and it, I like how it's like ticking down the days. You know how many days he has until he's killed. And Bruce starts looking through clues and he can't find anything. And he can't, he starts losing, nothing. like Ben is saying. He nothing. starts getting, yeah, he's got nothing. There's no hope. He starts getting mad and he starts, finally makes some connections. Uh, which, of course, he is because, you know, he can find Andrea because he's the world's greatest detective. <laughs> yeah, he finds some things and 
somehow it's tied to his father and the knife and how it was related to the the military group that his father was in and uh, which was interesting. And that, that... Did you guys think the reveal of the bad guy was obvious? I did. Um, I did not appreciate that he and I share a name. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I, like, I don't want him to be bad. Uh, be- because all the other Jakes in the world are dogs. And <laughs> it's true. No. But when we start, to, we we meet we meet Bruce's uncle Jacob on the boat over from Vienna. It's not his biological uncle. It's just like a friend of the family. Right, right, right. Yeah, but he refers to him as uncle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and he he welcomes him to his house and says, uh, you know, the door is always open. You know, whatever you need. He talks whatever. about how pleasant he is. And... But the guy is a chauvinist, and he's he's crude, and even Bruce comments on that, like, I don't know how he fits into this high society that he's a part of, like, this guy, he's scummy, and he, he's, mm-hmm. you know, he's catcalling women, and he's doing all this other stuff that just make you not like Uncle Jake, and... We like Uncle Jake. Uncle Jake is fine. <laughs> he's not the best uncle, but... What? You have to sit up. I am sitting up. You have to pay attention to the podcast. I'm paying attention to the podcast. So Jake made these adorable Lego versions of the podcast brothers. And um, (laughs) Ben's is definitely very cute. It is rainbow tank top holding a cell phone. And I'm just trying to make that moment real by holding my cell phone. You can find pictures of Lego Us podcasting. On our social media accounts, uh, at Facebook, at the Brotherhood of Batman podcast. On Instagram, if I ever actually upload a picture on the Brotherhood of Batman. And uh, Gmail, at Brotherhood of Batman at Gmail. Right to us. I want to hear how much you love me. Is anybody checking that email, by the way? Uh, yeah, I check it. Nobody writes to us. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> write to us, Helena. Write to us. Or anyone. Um, <laughs> Sarah. So I did really like the spins that they did into, you know, the the Waynes are still murdered by a man with a gun in the dark. Um, <laughs> I like that. Like that they still die. <laughs> I did. Um, <laughs> that it was Bruce's fault, and it's not my bad. We can't reference all our past episodes and make no sense to the actual comic books. Um, I really like that we get Batman on a horse near the end. Yeah, I thought that was cool. Batman on a yeah. horse is always one of my favorite things. Doesn't happen that often. On a horse. Um, there were some really great twists to this. I thought the storytelling was extremely strong. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Mike Magnolia, the artist. His other work, um, his, he's famous for Hellboy. He created Hellboy and the Hellboy BPRD world. Um, his art style does this great gothic Cthulhu mystic Cthulhu yeah he does a lot of Cthulhu like in the Hellboy series there's a lot of tentacle monsters oh ancient old ones yeah so we're gonna talk about that are we (laughs) yeah we are so Jacob is can Batman finally captures him he's throw rides the horse like Jake was saying into the stagecoach and throws it to him. He's not going anywhere. And then he realizes who it is and he starts confronting him. Why'd you kill all those women? I had to shut her up, stop her laughter. And Batman goes, who's laughter? And he goes, Martha, Martha Wayne. So we find out that 
he being a friend of uh, Bruce's dad, he still had the uh, had the passion in the hots for Martha. Well, he's clearly not a good person. <laughs> clearly, um, kind of reminded me of like Harry Potterish in some senses, but uh, what? With, How so? With uh, Snape longing for uh, Harry's mom in oh. some senses, and. But not the psycho killer. Well, yeah, because Uncle Jacob is irredeemable and a, and a villain, just like Snape is. Always means nothing. He's a horrible character. Don't love him. Oh, Go I ahead. didn't mean it in that sense. I like Snape. All right, Why then. Why did Snape change? What are we talking about? Who's the best All right. Sorry. Sorry. No, no. No, I, 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 I agree, Aaron. That is very similar. But not a crazy killer. <laughs> <laughs> So he talks about how he loved her, and he confessed his love to her, and she rejected and laughed at her, and the, the laughing and the humiliating is what he can't get out of his head, and every time he saw women, or a woman on the streets, he thinks he's, he's lost his snap with reality, that they're laughing at him, and he can't shut them up, and it's the only way to shut them up briefly is to kill them, and yeah. he hired the man to kill Martha and Bruce's dad at the same time, so... So Bruce does get his revenge on this he, he series. His justice. Well, yeah, he gets justice, justice, and Gordon ends up capping Uncle Jacob. Poor Uncle Jacob. Yeah, but first Batman like proves Bruce's innocence. Proves that it's a right. guy. Yes. So we get a nice clean wrap. While Alfred is hanging out in the cell that Bruce is supposed to be in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alfred is too dedicated. He does too much for Bruce. <laughs> I, I liked that they tied, that they gave uh, a closure. If when you're telling this this one shot story that it needs to have a beginning, a middle, and end, I like that they gave closure to starting with the Wayne's murder and and wrapping that little story up. Like Batman's story doesn't have an end; otherwise, we wouldn't be doing this podcast, and there wouldn't be comic books coming out Hold every on. week. It doesn't end. It doesn't end. I'm kidding. I'm having a great time. Well, it's about to hit its 1,000th issue this year. Really? Yeah. All all told. But yeah. The Detective Comics 1,000 comes out this year. Let's just read that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can start with 27. Cut off 26 <clears throat> of them. Um. So, but I like that the if you're gonna tell if you're gonna spin his tale into a different timeline, a different world, a different setup. That you give us a finite story and uh, with uh, the beginning, the middle, and end, and and the the book opens with the murder of the Waynes. It should end wrapping that that mystery up, and it does that job very well. But it also ends Batman's crusade. In this book, he's out to stop the murder of his parents. Mm-hmm. Well, he said he wants to stop injustice. Like he he's going out and stopping random criminals, and it just happens to tie up. So you didn't read the second book, and I was trying to do that as a segue into the second um, one, which we can always go back to the first one. But in the second one, he's given up the mantle. Mm-hmm. And because he's engaged now, I read Wikipedia. <laughs> yes. <He's laughs> to Julie, Julie something who has been in other books, yes? Yeah, the... the why, though? If this is an Elseworlds, why bring her in? Why not just make up some... Because in the Silver Age, Golden Age, she was tied to him quite strongly for so a long time. the same as having Alfred or... And it's the same as them doing the the two books, the the Mad Monk and uh, the Monster Men that, that deal with her in um, a post... Uh, crisis world. So, 
Um, she does have a strong tie to his early years. Yeah. Yeah. The first, the second half of the the trade or the the second book, Master of the Future. Yep. Yeah. Opens with uh, Bruce thinking back. Um, his cowl and cape and Batman outfits hung up on this this display in in the Bat Cave, and it enters with him hanging out with some people watching some fights. It's like these old timey UFC fights, basically, with some boxing matches going on and. They're making bets and wagers, and one of the guys that's with Bruce, they're you know talking about how it was fixed and the match was fixed, and the guy's getting egged on. Well, you come in and take him on, and Bruce says, "Well, my friend is uninterested in your offer. I think may I fight in his place?" And they all taking bets on him, and don't worry, Ted, old man, trust me, and bet heavily on me. So Bruce is still craving that excitement and that well, adrenaline yeah, but from engaging. He's become a showboat and the playboy that everybody expects him to be. But the playboy that everybody expects him to be. But now he's using his training like to make money. And yep. he doesn't need the money. He comments on that on an entire page after that. Like, we don't need the money. This was just for fun. Like, I'm going to donate it to Miss Madison's orphan relief. Yeah. So he is donating the money to good. and <laughs> After beating up some people. Yeah. We're not going to spend a lot of time on it. Uh, so there's a, a fair they're trying to do, like the mayor and the city of Gotham at that time is trying to do this big fair. And they're planning it, and there's some organization, and uh, there's a lot of work and development around the city in different areas. And you get this guy that shows up, Leroy, I guess. Is that his name? Leroy. He's this yeah. weird kind of like... I don't even know what he reminds me of. What does he remind you of, Jake? Uh, kind of a bullfighter. He's like the mix between a bullfighter and like a um, steampunk captain. Yes, something. Punk. Well, he flies around in an airship like a blimp. So it's so it's a sequel in the sense that it picks up the same kind of Bruce Wayne, but Jack the it's not a Jack the Ripper story. No, Jack the no, Ripper's Jack gone. Yeah, and oh. other than Gordon and the mayor, it doesn't really have any recurring characters. So yeah. it's the same like timeline. Okay. Yeah, it takes well, up with Batman coming back, knowing he's got a he can't give up the mantle because there's no one to stop this little Roy guy who's going to destroy everyone in the city if they don't cancel their fare. Who is and, a super villain in his own right? He's a costume character with a shtick. He thinks he has the technological advancements of the future and wants to stop other people's. Wait, wait, are we saying he's a super villain because this is his first appearance that I know of, Jake? So I don't think we can call him super. Why can't we call him? He has a costume. Because y'all are rude about Andrea. We are referencing <laughs> things that may have been very hysterical. <laughs> but it's fine, Aaron, because he's a man, so you can call him whatever you want. But he's a. I don't think he's a super villain. He's a super That's villain, a or he's a villain of the industrial age. <laughs> he's a villain he, in a super story. He wants to stop <laughs> progress by stopping this. World's Fair, basically, is what it comes down right. to. It, that's going to happen in Gotham. This was written and illustrated by the same people. It's yeah. Like. yeah. No, it's a different illustrator. Oh. And it was made, what, two years later? Uh, I didn't actually look at the dates. Do you sorry. think their intention of doing the first one was to keep going? Or do you think the popularity of the first one made this one happen? Uh, I think the popularity of the Elseworlds stories probably allowed this to happen. And the broad is, do they keep making Elseworlds? I feel like I haven't really seen that lately. No, uh, that title's not used anymore because the multiverse is ever changing and, the and altering want. now. Yeah, and it keeps being condensed and expanded and condensed. Um, yeah, because now all these Elseworlds, when they reference like this is Earth 
five. This is Earth two. This is Earth one hundred. Whatever. They're yes. all referencing these different places. So this is actually this now in modern comics has a uh, a tag. This is Earth nineteen. So there's a Batman from Earth nineteen that interacts with our Batman. I don't know that they ever have an interaction. I'm trying to find that in research, but I know that this Earth has been named and it coexists with the other Earths. That's so, so confusing. One thing you would have enjoyed, Ben, is that uh, Batman does get his bat glider for the first time in this, <laughs> which uh, he develops on the way to try to stop uh, Leroy and which his would be balloon like the, of death ray. The next Batmobile. Uh huh. Yeah. So there is that. He also has the ability to completely disassemble. A rolling Gatling gun with a cane. I mean, I believe that. He's Batman. Uh, thrown from about 20 feet away. He once defeated some monster men with just a pair of handcuffs. <laughs> he did. He did. And there's a, there's a great joke by some women talking about the... They're talking to some of these presenters at this, this fair that's going to introduce all these new technologies. And one of them is talking about the... I'm going to misquote the, the... Basically, it's the... The, the first projectors that would show still images rapidly that would be a moving picture. Uh-huh. And there's a joke in the comic book that says, what possible good could come from moving pictures? And <laughs> I thought in a comic book that was funny. Yeah, like, like they're making their own jab, breaking the fourth wall a little bit. Like, that was a good line. Yeah, um, no, that was good. I like It's a fun so read. So does he realize, like, does he decide to stay Batman? He does. He realizes that when he's battling this guy, and this Leroy guy is clearly insane too. He's got like a robot co-pilot that he's been talking oh, yeah. to. Which rem- he reminds me, co-pilot. yeah, it's this robot co-pilot who's flying this balloon, which really reminds me of the Mask of the Phantasm movie where Joker's talking to the robot that's his like cutting up the salami and stuff. That's <laughs> well, my notes on those pages oh were God. robots question mark airships question mark hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Because well, I didn't know what to... Not so. Yeah, he he is a... Um, when he's first introduced, I'm like, I'm not introduced really into this matador, pompous villain. But then, like, he he starts to reveal himself as, like, a regular Batman villain. Like, he's cuckoo bananas. He's going yeah, after he's Bruce with totally a sword. Yeah, they have a sword fight. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of fun. Well, Batman doesn't really have a sword. He's just kind of... He gets one eventually. He's doing his thing. Um, so does Bruce stay with Julie? Yes. And she discovers, she reveals that how could I not know that you were Batman? And they're kissing. And she's like, I want Gotham you, needs Batman. Yeah, she Take wants him to me. keep protecting Gotham. And so Earth 19 Batman gets a happy ending. He does. And he gets to keep defending Gotham with the love of Julie Madison, are there who takes more, care of orphans. Are there yeah. more stories with them? I don't know. How Come on, knowledge guy, get it right. Well, I didn't look too far into it because the second story wasn't a letdown for me. I thought the first one was so strong and I was really into it. But the second one, it's a different art style, which always throws me for a curve it when I'm reading. It's very much like a different. It book. felt more like a classic, fun comic book story. Like it didn't have that dark blood in the one. streets. And you know, yeah, I liked what they ended up, what they evolved the, the villain into. That part I liked, but the overall, I was lukewarm on the second story. When I picked it, I didn't anticipate there being two books in there. Sure. So when I finished the first one, I was like, oh, I, let me go back. This looks like something totally different. And then 
you realized, yeah, there's a second one here. Okay, let's. I'll read it because that's what you know. I don't mind. That's what we do. That's what we're doing. We Batman. Mm-hmm. But I enjoyed the first one a lot more. I thought the first one was really good. It was a standalone. Well, and having owned uh, the the trade that has them both, but not having read it, and then owning the single one shot for the the Master of the Future, I I didn't know that they were connected. Like I never knew that, but so it was. Oh, you it was a happy separately? reveal for me to discover that, and you know, it's having worked so long on the lists of books that we're reading and and stressed about. Is Ben going to get pissed off about what I'm making him ah! read? Well, a big reason we're reading these is so you can get through your library. Because you own so many books you haven't read. Like, that's, that's the big reason that's we're doing the podcast. part of what started this, yeah. Is there anything else about the Gotham by Gaslight or Masters of the Future you guys want to talk about? I liked your choice, Aaron. I'm sorry I didn't get to the second one. Obviously, no, it, yeah, super stressed. But I did enjoy the first one. I thought it was a good first Elseworlds, especially reading that it was the first Elseworlds. That was kind of cool. It was a nice accident that that happened I like the storytelling like you said with the newspapers Um, I actually like the art style a lot for this story it's not my typical art style that I would go for but I felt it really matched the tone of the story well it does his his Magnolia from the first one like the way he draws has this aged quality to it that Mm -hmm. fits with this story set in the late 1800s like there's something about his line work and everything that just, it, it feels older. Um, and I really appreciate that art style. Yeah, I, I mean, I like the, the first one a lot. I like the darkness of it. I like the um, uh, news clippings as their own standalone splash page in a sense. And I, I thought it was a good, good story, the first one. The second one, you know, if you're going to read it, you can read it if you want. Read the first one for sure. I would have. I, yeah. I literally just ran out of time. It wasn't like a gothic where I was like, I hate this. I'm offended. No, no. I, I think it's... Scarecrow. <laughs> yeah, you could read it or not, and I think you'd get the gist of what the first book was saying with the Elseworlds. I think if I was to continue in the Earth-19, um, I think kind of what when I realized that, that Master of the Future was a sequel, I think I was kind of hoping that we were going to get more spins on the original Batman mythos oh, set in that timeline mm-hmm. that one was as so... opposed to some completely new villain. That's yeah, I would have liked that too, yeah. Yeah. Um, the only the only mythos characters that we had carrying over were Alfred and Gordon and Gordon by the second book is a bumbling idiot well, who's completely useless. And you get Julie. But I really wanted to see how they would have treated like if you wanted to do kind of a uh, steampunky clockwork where's, villain, where's a Robin? Where's a Joker? Why not like give us what would Mister Freeze in the Victorian era have been like? Like, oh, yeah. like all these clockwork stuff going on. I like how you said Victorian there because that was uh... Victor Freeze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I was like, what? <laughs> I think I would have been maybe a little bit more excited to get a. Uh, more of that retelling of the the mythos we are familiar with set in that that era but the second book is it, it's good for what it is it just wasn't as strong as the first one um, Fair so recommend recommendation wise i would definitely say gotham by gaslight is worth a read if you're a batman fan if you're a fan of jack the ripper storylines or um darker comics um it is it's worth picking up it has great storytelling great art great pacing um 
it is a Batman comic book, but it doesn't feel like a superhero comic book. It feels like a crime yeah. book. Mm-hmm. It feels very noir. Um, I would definitely recommend it to most Batman readers and most comic book readers that were um, willing to read something that dealt with Jack the Ripper murdering women in the streets. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. It definitely felt like a Batman story. And once I got over the, okay, what is happening? Like once I got it, I enjoyed it. So yeah, if you like Batman or if you want to, definitely if you want to follow along with what we're doing and uh, are willing to branch out, I do think it helps having the basis, like having the relationships with Alfred and Gordon and everything that we've spent more than enough time on now. I think having that established really was fun to take that to a different place. Yeah. All right. Cool. Aaron, would you recommend the book? I already said I did. Oh. Aaron recommends book. So, Jake, <laughs> a week ago, you gave us a question from a trivia book your son gave you. Yeah, so to rehash the question again, real quick, uh, the question that I asked my brothers and the rest of the readers, or listeners, the was, readers. readers. Dude, I'm reader. reading. Uh, according to most comics, what re-released movie did Bruce and his parents see the night that they were murdered? I screamed out, The Mask of Zorro, which was apparently terribly wrong. It is wrong. Aaron, did you wager a guess? You've already said the right answer off the air. He does not get to answer the I don't the get right. to answer. Uh, so I'll go with Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Well, the correct answer is The Mark of Zorro. I think you would have gotten right anyways, Aaron, because you knew it was Zorro. Yeah. So yes, that is the... I did. Uh, did, you, did you, dear listeners, know it was Zorro? Yeah, let us know if, it, if you guessed oh, wrong when you heard the, the no, answer, no. or if you were dumb and guessed the mask of Zorro like Ben did. Stop that! <laughs> because it was not an Antonio Banderas movie. <laughs> Although, I like that movie, though. It's a good yeah, movie. it's a decent movie. Guys, this was our special Elseworlds episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, next season, I'll have my brothers pick out some more books. But in the meantime, as we put a close on... Season one of the Brotherhood of Batman. We get to meet Two Face. Spoiled it. <laughs> we have been building up to Harvey. a book for a while. Uh, we have one more book for you this season. Um, we're gonna read The Long Halloween. If this doesn't make me cry and laugh and clutch my chest, I'm not. Into have you it. not read it? No, I haven't. I don't read books unless I'm told to, and then half the time I don't even do that. No, I haven't oh. read it. I haven't, I haven't read it. Oh, it's been I would a while like since to I've say something very off-topic, but regarding Batman and myself. Um, so you guys got me on that app, that little organization yes. app. I got CLZ. all my things in there, and I keep being like, "Oh, Batman! I want to read Batman!" Blah 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 blah. Well, he is the second most featured character in all of the comic books I own. I only have. There, only Tim Drake Robin appears in more comic books. Well, you know what, dear listeners, that's Batman. why the three of us are reading these. So, yeah. there yeah. we go. I guess I like Batman. I guess I can keep doing this for a couple <laughs> more episodes. Anyways, so we're reading The Haunted... Yeah, so no, we're reading long The haunting, Long... Long Christmas? I think it's gothic. Gothic turkey it's day? It's gothic. It's Batman gothic, but it's like five times the volume. Oh, no. This is Long Halloween. I'm telling you right now, that is not getting done until March. There's no way. He just put down a fucking Bible. <laughs> like, thickness-wise. Really, there's a lot of pages that's that don't even have encyclop- words. Oh, good. I can skim the crap out of that. <laughs> that's like an encyclopedia. No, it's not as long a read. It, it goes fast. 
It'll probably be... It's fine. Because Long I Halloween be, will probably be in two parts. I will be moved into my way. little reading nook. And nice. I'll have the sunshine and some mimosas. And it'll be great. Awesome. So, Aaron, what did we learn today? I don't know. What did we learn, Ben? It's that time again. To do another one of our cute little skits? Yes. No. It's time to learn today's lesson. And to find out what it is, we turn to the Wheel of Morality. Wheel of Morality. Turn, turn, turn. Tell us the lesson that we should learn. All right. Here we go. Alfred likes sandwiches. Mm. Oh, he does like. He does sandwiches. sardine sandwiches. Though. He does. Yeah, that's kind of disgusting. That's how he but... prefers to make them. Did yeah. he say what he made for? Anyways, he said he would have made sardine sandwiches. That was from our last issue. Well, thank you very much. We appreciate it. We hope you had a good holiday. Thank you for sticking with us for the first part of season or most of season one. And uh, please join us for the season finale, uh, Long Halloween. Thanks I'm... for tuning in. I'm Ben, your sunshine in the Gotham. I'm Aaron, I'm gonna edit the crap out of this. <laughs> I'm Jake, I have lists that take us into 12 seasons, guys. Get excited. Oh no. Alright, have a good night, thank you. <laughs> See ya. Oats of bitters, plants this